Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. And, and this, this is Friendshiping. Today's question is... How do you balance being a good friend and being good to yourself? What an outstanding question. <laughs> Friendship between humans is something <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Okay, Trin, let's dive into the question, how do you balance being a good friend and being good to yourself? I think that is a fantastic idea, Jen, and let's do exactly that. (laughs) As always, we like to unpack the question and consider why the person is asking this in the first place before we come up with solutions or advice. This seems like a general question, and it doesn't seem like there's somebody who's particularly like being a dick to them and being like, you know, taking up all of their time, because otherwise I don't think they would ask it in such a gentle way. I think you're right. I think if this was the case of a truly toxic friendship, which is something we plan to address, it wouldn't be phrased in this way. It wouldn't be coming from a place of concern and wanting to fix the friendship, which I think this is where that question's coming from. Yeah, like maybe this person is just feeling a little drained in general and doesn't really know how to assign their time and their energy and their mental resources. Maybe we can help. (laughs) Maybe we can try. Let's see what happens. So I think we'll talk about why this is an important question, uh, why you should take care of yourself first and how to do that. And then finally, we'll discuss practical solutions for how to communicate this to your friend. Yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. Let's do it. Cool. Um, So the first thing that I thought of when I read this question was this amazing Mindy Kaling tweet on that she twatted uh, a while ago. (laughs) Uh, And and it, it reads as follows. The whole airplane rule of put your oxygen mask on first, then help the person next to you is a great metaphor for life. Um, and I very much agree. And, totally agree. Uh, and it's, it's just really good advice. Yeah, you can't possibly take care of and nurture and be good to others if you aren't doing that to yourself first. And, and you'll just do better at it if you're at 100%. Um, you know, the, the lower that your, your self-care score is, uh, the lower that your other people's self-care score will be as right. well. I always think of it as like a battery that's being drained. Like after packs or big conventions, my battery is always at like 3%. <laughs> And and I also feel like society tells everybody, especially women, to put others ahead of yourself. Uh, But that's an unreasonable expectation. Um, And you can be nurturing and you can be in people's support systems, but that doesn't mean that you should put everybody ahead of yourself. Right. It's not at all selfish or unreasonable to take care of yourself first. It should be a priority. And if we need to appeal to that side of your your nurturing nature is that you need to take care of yourself so you can nurture better, then that is what we will do. Absolutely. Um, And it's good to be in other people's support systems, um, but you have to be in charge of your own support system. You have to be aware of the things that you need uh, because you're the president of your own emotional state. (laughs) There's no VP, man. It's you. Just you. Now that we've addressed that emotional, uh, your emotional state is important and self-care is important, let's talk about what it means to take care of yourself. I think it's, you know, it's something you can say, but practically, what does that actually mean? For me, I think it means, you know, knowing your limits, your boundaries, it's setting reasonable expectations for yourself. And it could just be something as simple as like knowing when you're socially on or when you're socially off. Like personally, I'm not on if I haven't had enough sleep yeah. or if I've been around huge crowds or if I've, you know, worked all day. I'm not someone that can like go out to a party and expect to be on or to be funny or to be kind to people. I need, I need my alone time. 
Yeah, I need my several hours of video games time. Right. I always picture energy levels as like a glass of water and like everyone has a glass of water of energy and certain activities will fill up that glass of water and other activities and other people will drain it. Yeah. Like sometimes like you do a hard workout and you need to like just chug that whole water and sometimes you go out in the rain and the rain <laughs> fills up your water oh cup. Oh my God. I just wanted to keep ripping This metaphor that. has gotten really it's, yeah. great. <laughs> it's something, all right? It's some adjective or other. Any kind of self-care is valid. It, you know, whether that you're sitting alone in your room and like downing tacos and watching old episodes of Friends or whether it means you've got to go out to a concert and dance with strangers and take shots, you know, like it, it can be anything. And, and and don't go on Tumblr and look at everybody's cute cartoons about how they need to take care of themselves by wrapping themselves in a blanket and like hanging out. If that's not you, that's not invalid. Totally. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Trent and I come from a nerdy community of people who need to be alone a lot, but any way you take care of yourself is valid. I want to talk about Jamie. Yeah, let's talk about how awesome Jamie is. So we actually have a friend in the nerd community, Jamie, and she's amazing, and she works on um, a Bitbatch, and she's a designer, and is so cool, and she is the most classic extrovert that we know, Definitely. you know, so, yeah. and, and it's not wrong to be a nerd and not an introvert, but like she'll go to like this amazing anime convention full of thousands and thousands of people and like just spread high fives around and she'll come back to the office and be like, Hey guys, like, she'll I'm be jazzed. energetic. Yeah. Yes. And she'll be energized by crowds. Whereas I am not that way, but I so admire that in her and I wish I had a little bit more of it to be honest. Yeah. And I feel like we can all learn from each other. Definitely. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to introduce the next topic? Yeah, I would love to. Thank you, Trin. <laughs> so now that we've talked about, you know, how important it is to take care of yourself and maybe some ways to do that, we should also talk about what it means to be a good friend. Yes. Because being a good friend does not mean sacrifice. Okay. I mean, sometimes it means, uh, like we said earlier, sometimes you put yourself first, sometimes you put your friends first, but that doesn't mean that you're like a martyr all of the time. You don't need to sacrifice your professional work, your schoolwork, your other friendships, your romantic relationships, uh, just to tend to one particular friendship. You have a full and rich life and you have many facets and many things that you want to accomplish and people you want to be close to. Um, if one friend is taking all of your energy, that's not That's good. not fair that's or not good for fair, you. Right? It's not healthy. Yeah, you're not being a good friend if you are only being their friend. I, I want to talk a little bit about that whole, um, the weird, like, rhyming scheme, like the bros before hoes. Right, the, catch, before the catchy phrases that everyone loves to say. Right. Especially from parks and rec yeah and i mean like and i feel, feel like there's a little bit of truth to that like um so people say these 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 rhyming terms bros before hoes ovaries before ovaries uh, which are weird and like cis-sexist and like heteronormative but whatever people say these things because they they feel that everybody should put their friendships before like their romantic relationships but that doesn't always apply and i totally agree and you're not being a good friend uh if you are always doing that sometimes your romantic relationships take precedence and that's okay. Yeah. Especially because if you're a romantic relationship, it can also be your best friend. Right. Like, that's okay too. Yeah. You don't need to, there's no ranking system here and you don't need, you shouldn't feel that there is, or you shouldn't feel obligated to give one person your time over another. Yeah. When Jen said there's no ranking system here, I like involuntarily. I shot to, I shot to the top of your ranking system. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but like my hand was just like, I just did like, like handguns at Jen because she was like, it was so good. I was like, pew, pew. yeah. <laughs> Your ranking system changes, you know? Um, right. So being a good friend does not necessarily mean, okay, I'm going to not watch The Notebook with my boo 
shampoo and eat truffles and cry into some like extra soft pumps Kleenex or something, you know, like you can, you can do all of those things and right. your friends should understand when you're tending to your romantic relationships. And I say plural because you can have a few if you want, girl. Yep. Do what you want to do. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tell us all about it too. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an Ask FM about all of your romantic relationships. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> So let's talk about prioritization because we uh, a little bit more because we kind of already touched on that. Um, and we talked about that in terms of romantic relationships. But you can also prioritize who you want to be around and who wants to be around you. So let's say the, the example of somebody who wants to eat tacos and watch several seasons of Friends alone. Um, if you want to be around somebody who also wants to do that, then you can prioritize them. Um, well, let's also talk about like somebody who's you know, recently gone through some emotional trauma. If your friend really needs to be around you, you can prioritize them. Like That's up to you. You make your own ranking system. Absolutely. And your ranking system can change. It's fluid. Mm-hmm. And you can say, I need to give extra time with this friend right now who just, I don't know, endured a breakup or something like that. That's being a good friend. <laughs> One thing that we um, typically bring up, this is only our second episode, but we brought it up on every episode, all two of them, <laughs> um, is communication and communication being key between friends and communication being uh, able to solve a lot of things. So I want to talk about how we can communicate super clearly to each other about what we need, what's important. If I need to tell my friend that I need to be good to myself for a little while and I need to, you know, maybe take a step back and, and take some alone time. Like, how do I communicate with that? Um, and Jen wrote an amazing blog post a few months back. Thank you. It's really good. Um, it's about um, writing an email to customer service. or So writing an email to somebody who is in the position to help you solve your problem. Um, and I actually think it really applies to the situation, although maybe you don't necessarily write an email to your friends. Um, but using these communication guidelines and being really clear and really succinct, I think, is important. Um, so, Jen, if you wanted to go through your, po- your points. Sure. I would love to. And I think this is so important because no one is like born with these kind of tools. Like no one is born with the ability to be like, I know how to communicate exactly what I need in a clear and nice way. Like you have to teach yourself it. So uh, the blog post I wrote was kind of tongue in cheek because it was mostly about like how to email Cards Against Humanity and get in in a way that helps us help you. But turn you right, it does apply to like real life friendship scenarios. So uh, some things I said were be concise and use short sentences. (laughs) And again, this is for an email. But it does apply to like how to communicate because you don't need to, you don't need to over explain if you don't want to. You don't need to be like, I'm going through this and this and everything is bad and I need some time alone. You can just say, I need some time alone if that's helpful for you. And you also don't need to apologize. Um, So whether you are trying to communicate to your friends that um, you need them to be good to you, um, you need them to be around, um, you're having like a hard time, or whether you're saying to them, I need to, you know, to eat tacos in my room and watch Friends. I must really want to do that because it's the third time. I think you do. Yeah, I actually hate Friends. I don't like Friends either, but I do like tacos. I love tacos. So I have occasionally rewatched Friends now that it's on Netflix. I almost have. It's so bad. (laughs) So bad. Ross is the worst. He's the worst. He literally says not all men all the time. All the time. And he's like, he gets so mad at his son for like wanting to play with a Barbie. Like you're a horrible father. Yeah. Oh, I hate him. Like this is relevant because the show is called Friends, Friends. but they're all so bad to I each know. other. Like all of the time. It makes me crazy. So don't, I mean, like if, if you're going to go eat tacos in your room, like watch Adventure Time. Yeah. Or anything but Friends. Anything Please. But Friends. Or so like, so I'll watch Friends with um, my husband, Andy, and we will actively just hate on every character together, which is in a way really constructive. Cathartic. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause it's like, don't be like this It's guy. a good exercise in friendship. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Perhaps not in the way the writers of the show intended. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, about writing emails to your friends. Um, I, so we were talking about being um, succinct. Um, you don't need to apologize um, or be over-apologetic for expressing your needs. Right. So um, you don't start off this conversation with, I'm so sorry that I need to ask this of you because I am the worst. You're the best. And like, well, you know, you don't need to do that. Just say... Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to express guilt. You don't need to feel guilty for voicing your needs. Yeah, I think that that really applies. You don't, as I wrote in the blog post, I said, don't bury your lead. So you don't need to say like, I'm really sorry. I don't want to do all this. I can't believe that. (laughs) Oh God, coffee in my nose. (laughs) I just, you can just explain your needs. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. No, I legit got coffee in my nose. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, explain your needs. What else, Jen? Um, I also wrote, don't, again, this is for an email, don't type in all caps or write a wall of text. But you know that applies for, that applies for anything, that applies for text messages, that applies in real life. You don't need to, like, be shouty. Um, you don't need to be aggressive. Or be aggressive. Right. right. Yeah, I think this all comes down to, and as cheesy as this is, it really does work, using I statement, I statements. Yeah. I I'm, love those. Me too. So an I statement, if you haven't read or heard of this stupid thing that is so useful, is starting a sentence with the word I because it, you know, it sidesteps being uh, accusatory because you're putting the responsibility to state your purpose on you. Mm-hmm. So you might say, you know, you're being an asshole. You might say, I feel like you're being kind of mean to me right now, which is way more constructive. Right. <laughs> or when you do such and such, I feel... Like you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's helpful. It, it frames the conversation in a way that's healthy and constructive as opposed to accusatory. But the accusatory examples are way more fun to say. They I have really to say are. it. <laughs> <laughs> By communicating your needs in this way, you are giving your friend or friends the opportunity to not be an asshole. Trin, you were saying this earlier and I, I love it. You said your friends probably want to give you what you need. Like they're not they're not gonna they don't want to be an asshole. They don't want to be the person that puts you out. Right. Nobody wants to be the bad guy. I mean, unless they're awful. But I'm going to assume that because this person is asking this question and not saying, like, how do I end my horrible toxic friendship, which is something we should discuss sometime. Totally agree. That this is a friendship that's that's worth talking about and, and worth saving um, and worth bringing that balance back between taking care of yourself and taking care of your friends. Yeah, that's really smart. And not to sound too cheesy here, but it really is an act of, like, friendshipy love to voice what you need. Mm-hmm. You're giving totally that agree. opportunity to be good to each other. Yeah. And that's what friendship's all about. Trin, you do this really great thing that I love in that when you are feeling off, you say, I'm sorry, I'm having a bad brain day. It's not you. It's me. I just <laughs> need some time alone. And that I've stolen that term a little bit because we all have days where our brains aren't being very good to us or we're feeling anxious or not on. And then I just go, say that, and then I go shut myself away in a quiet part of the office. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, you can't possibly steal that phrase because I willingly give it to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And if you're feeling off and if you feel like that battery is depleted and you're gonna, I do, I'm, I'm going to, I was about to say you're going to, but this is what I do. And probably <laughs> you do. Like if, if, if my brain is depleted and people are like trying to talk to me, my brain will like stop listening to every third sentence they're saying. And I'll just be like, I'm done. You're like short circuit a little bit. By you, I mean me again. Yeah. I short circuit as well. <laughs> 
that's that's a that's a typical human quality is that again like the that glass of water of energy like you only have so much and like when it's gone it's gone and and that's kind of life i feel like everybody needs like a giant hoodie that has a dryer erase part on the front (laughs) where you can write like having a bad brain day (laughs) caution (laughs) y'all or like has like like a necklace that has like a like one of those like meters on it where you can like move the lever to one side that's like leave me alone or the other side like yay let's hang out let's have some some or or like in the sims when they're like the diamond thing on top of their head is bright green if they're feeling good and it like turns more and more red if they're feeling if they have to pee or whatever (laughs) so since all of those things are incredibly impractical (laughs) well we'll see (laughs) the solution is definitely uh the solution to being a good friend and being good to yourself is communication boom Stuck on that. (laughs) (laughs) What? I just cocked the shotgun like Sarah Palin. Like at me. That's my new thing. (laughs) We're going to end every episode with Jen cocking a shotgun. (laughs) All right. Well, so that was friendshiping. Um, Stick around for next week on episode three where we'll answer another question from you guys. Um, We have a backlog of really amazing questions, um, but please do keep sending them to us because we will get to your question. Um, What's our Ask FM, Jen? Our Ask FM is ask.fm. FM slash Jen and Trin, uh, two N's in Jen. And the Don't N say it. stands for <laughs> not interested in listening to Trin say nasty. Correct. There it is. And Trin has one N and the missing N stands for nasty. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. friendship This, this is, is friendshipping. Do you say today's question? I think you say that and then I say the question. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> God. All right. Let's start over.